Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on writing for business and read between the lines of effective copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line. We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the myths about how we should write and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational and creative, while also being high impact for serious results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together. Hi, hello again. Um, We're really glad you've joined us today for our Cracking Copy podcast, where we want to talk about how you can get your writing in shape using formulas. Mm -hmm. So we are Minnie McBride and Ella Hoyos. Uh, We are both copywriters and marketers. And today we thought we'd talk um, about a few examples of formulas to help you, really to help you to structure your copy for maximum effect. So what do we mean by a formula? Well, it's a, it's a tried and tested method for structuring your copy, and they can be really effective in persuading someone to take action. And there are loads of different formulas out there. So I think we're going to look at four today, um, but most of them can be applied to various lengths of copy that you might be producing, whether it's kind of like a short piece of copy or an ad or whether it's a longer piece that you're producing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're really helpful as well um, for just to give you a writing framework to work towards. So it's helpful to get you started. And yes, there are a crazy amount of formulas out there that we've read about that are published. Um, I think the former vice president of marketing at Buffer, Michael Kevin Lee, has catalogued no less than 27 copy formulas. (laughs) That is enough to make your head hurt. Um, over the years, different copywriters have come up with their own proprietary frameworks and models that work for them as well. But we prefer to keep things simple here and we are not going to fry your brains today with all 27. We have whittled it down and we've picked out some fav- some of our in real life examples of these formulas in action. Yeah, so first up, we thought we would um, look at ADA, uh, which is... Well, it's probably the most famous, and that's spelt A-I-D-A, and it stands for attention, interest, desire, and action. So an example of that, I'm going to give you um, actually an example of a, of a sweaty Betty Instagram caption. And so the A of the attention, actually in this particular example, isn't words, it's actually the visual. And the um, visual shows a really great photograph of a new top with matching leggings. There's a blue sky, beautiful model. And so that's in, so that's going to get my attention. I'm looking at it thinking, oh, that looks great. And, and then the Sweaty Betty. I don't know that everybody will know the brand Sweaty Betty. Oh, uh, uh, OK. But um, it's a sportswear brand, isn't it? Active wear for yes. active women. Active, active. Yeah, sorry. I should have said, shouldn't I? Um, mm-hmm. So we've got so we've got my attention with the photo and then the interest. The caption says uh, zero gravity leggings meet your match. So I'm thinking, oh, you know, that's piqued my interest. Then 
the desire, the post really quickly explains the great features. So it says that they're lightweight, sweat wicking um, and made for runners. And um, there's a really great line that says designed to help you hit your stride, whatever the distance. So that's really saying that it's appealing to all runners, whether you're running 1K or like 50K. So, you know, it's... You know, that's great. It's all inclusive. And then the action at the bottom says, make sure you've signed up to our emails to snap it up when it drops. Link in bio. And I think I really like that because it's a great example of Ada, but it's simple and to the point. And actually, you know, it could be really easily converted into an advert as well as just a caption. It's, um, yeah, it's just a really good example um, yeah. of the AIDA format. And, and you see it everywhere, don't you? You can spot, you can do spot Ada. It's very popular. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about games, didn't we, in the previous podcast? Well, you know, you can play a game to spot the um, the framework, the copy framework behind various adverts and bits of copy uh, if you want to dissect and figure out how they've been written. Um, another great framework or formula, if you like, um, is PAS. Again, it's it's been around the block a while. Um, it stands for Problem, Agitate and Solve. So this is where you're laying down a pain point, something that the reader is um, um, struggling with. And you are then kind of rubbing salt in the wounds is a bit harsh, but you're agitating it, you're shaking it up, you're making this problem, um, bringing it to life in the, in the reader's mind. And then you are going to propose a solution to it. Um, so great copy framework, really simple, easy to remember. Um, an example of this in action I have seen um, recently is actually, and again, it's an Instagram post. Um, uh, a colleague of ours, um, Mikhail Khan, is an Instagram coach, and she uses this for formula quite a lot in her captions, her social media captions. Um, and I'll just give you a typical example of how she would use it. So um, as an Instagram coach, the problem um, that she'll put forward is, has your engagement bombed? Um, and she'll agitate that by reminding you that, you know, the algorithm behind Instagram is going to punish you if you're not, if your post isn't getting the great engagement, um, it's not going to get pushed out and seen by lots of people. So that's agitating it, reminding you that the algorithm is going to punish you. And her solution is always within whether she's doing a reel or whether it's a carousel type of caption in Instagram, but she'll give three steps or five steps or whatever step-by-step step of how to fix it um, and how to get better engagement on your posts yeah so really simple that's really simple but very effective yeah. very yeah. effective yeah um another example again from social media um another person that we know um, paula at pen to peg she's a fashion wear a garment designer and the problem in her posts on Pinterest is that the size 12 clothing, if you're in the clothing industry or if you buy clothes, size 12 is not universal um, across different labels and brands. Um, you know, she agitates a problem by, by telling consumers and customers you can't trust the garment size label in clothing. It doesn't mean it's going to fit you necessarily, even though it's the size that you think you are. Um, and her solution is, um, it's a downloadable uh, PDF 
Um, but here's, you know, she says, here's what you need to know about clothing sizes and how to how to find the right fit. And her post is clearly aimed at people who want to get into fashion design, garment design, because this is going to be crucial to the way they design clothing and draw up patterns for clothing. Yes, it's very specific to that audience. Mm. But it's, yeah. it's um, again, it's just re it's really simple, yeah. but really effective. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and then we've got another, there's another one, uh, which is really similar to PAS, which, um, so rather than it being problem, agitate, solve, it's frustration, future, fix. Yeah. Um, so you've got a really good example of that one, haven't you? That, um, yeah. And that's so Pinterest. this is where... Yeah, this is kind of a more ethical approach to rather than agitating and rubbing salt in the wounds and making the problem really big and scary. This is more about you start off with your pain point, the frustration that's bothering you. Um, but then you paint a more optimistic picture of how it could be. Here's what it could be like. Here's a brighter future ahead. And here's how you get to that point. This is the fix. So um, an example I found was an advert um, by Flawless Cosmetics. And this was the message, it was actually a video, is about getting white teeth in seconds. Um, it's a teeth whitening product. So the frustration uh, as a consumer, the frustration you'd have would be discolored teeth. Um, the future that you want, the, the desired outcome that you're looking for is a mouthful of pearly white teeth, really gleaming, beautiful teeth. And the fix with this product is a paint-on solution. Um, so you use the brush-on pen and you get instant brightness. Yeah, so again, really simple. They're just really yeah. simple, um, yeah. aren't they? Now, again, again, really similar to frustration future fix is a before, after, and then bridge. So how you get there. And um, this is quite often seen in, in a sort of a transformation. So it can be a visual, mm -hmm. a sort of a visual story that you might be telling. Um and so I'm, I'm my example is actually a reel on, on Instagram uh, for Spanx. So if you don't know Spanx, they are shapewear for women to keep you all, you know, everything in the right place underneath and your underwear. Uh, and this uh, reel shows, you know, somebody before using Spanx. With all their lumps and bumps. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, then, and then you can see side by side, then it shows with the product on it's really simple and really easy but 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 it's just a different way of, of doing it and 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 it's very simple just you know buy spanks and and you know and you'll get a, a smooth a smooth silhouette i mean it's just so simple yeah. so the bridge spanks are actually a pair of bridging knickers <laughs> bridging knickers i know so yeah and so it, it's very interesting how you can do it with very little you know particularly in in, in adverts and things i think these yeah. are, are really effective yeah yeah, that really helps visualize, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I saw an, an example. This was a tweet, actually, um, that shows this sort of before and after bridge. Um, and the context behind it, you know, there was a, a Twitter user. His name is Larry. Uh, he wants to grow his following on the platform, on the Twitter platform. And you've only got 280 characters to play with um, when you write a tweet. So he had to explain the before situation um, and in this case the before is his current position um, or what you might describe as you know where where is he now where am I now and he says in his tweet my followers are 56 and I'm struggling to gain more can anyone help me get a hashtag writers lift 
Now, um, Writers Lift, for anyone um, who doesn't know, is um, is a call. It's a call to arms to the writing community, and it's saying, "Hey, I'm on Twitter. I need you to support me." And the writers community, if they see the hashtag Lift, the idea is you'll like and follow um, that particular writer and give them a lift. Okay. So he says in it, you know, he in his tweet, he's giving you the before situation. He's only got 56 followers, and he's giving you the after. You know, he wants a writer's lift. He wants more readers. So he states the outcome that he's looking for, where he wants to be. And the bridge in this example is the use of his hashtag, hashtag writer's lift. So um, he, you know, and basically by putting that hashtag in, he's asking writers to become his bridge, give him a lift, and um, and actually, he did get a load more followers on the back of that post. Um, it doesn't always work, but in this instance, it worked. He just yes. asked for what he wants. If you don't ask, you don't get is one of them. So the readers who engaged with this tweet have actually built the bridge to his desired outcome. Like that one. Yeah. So often the marketer will present their own product or service as the solution. You know, buy my product. These are the benefits. Um, and um, and you become the bridge when you buy yeah no that's that's a great that's a great and really again they're just really these are really simple these are really mm -hmm. simple so you know these are just four formulas of many that you can use and you can use them as the basis for long copy too um especially ada i think i think that's probably if you if you go sort of you know formula spotting that's you know i think probably aida ada is probably the one that you might come across the most but yeah. maybe that depends yeah. on you know but again you know in email perhaps it's more of um of the of the pas i think problem agitate solved tends to be in a sales email yeah but you know have a look i mean there are yeah. others that we haven't mentioned a new a new one on the scene i heard of recently oh, it's new to me anyway it's called dos which is um desire objection and solution so you state the desired outcome there's then the objection which is stopping you from getting it to it and then the solution so that's kind of just a different way of um structuring copy yeah maybe it depends on your product as well if you if it's something that you might get a lot of there is an obvious objection mm. um yeah you can test them out can't you, you can yeah definitely um, definitely see which, which one sits right with you but um, and it may be that you use different formulas for different scenarios, depending on what it is you're trying to say. But it, it's, the frameworks are helpful. They help you structure your message in a way that the reader will make sense of it. So it's been an interesting exercise, I think, trying to, you know, retrofit examples that we find on the Internet to these formulas. Um, some are more obvious than others. Um, and... And it's unlikely that everybody who's ever posted on social media or drafted an email has intentionally applied a copywriting formula to it. But the point is, with these examples, um, what they have in common is they work backwards from the end result and they focus on the benefits of taking action um, towards. So the writer has considered the desired outcome or solution or transformation that they want for themselves and they have appealed to the reader and they've worked backwards to demonstrate how their solution is going to help them achieve the outcome. Um, so have you got any um, key takeaways from today? Yeah, so key takeaways. So different formulas work for different writing goals. 
um, and different content types, writing styles. So it does help to have a bank to choose from. Mm-hmm. You know, as you said, there are 27 plus choices. So just pick the ones that um, are easy to remember and also easiest for you to work with. Um, and it may be that you just like one or two and that's what you rely on. But it can, you know, it can just help you to spark you know, to, to spark your ideas off of how you might construct whatever it is that you're trying to write. And, yeah. you know, anyone can use a formula, but it doesn't guarantee that you will get a general, you know, a stellar result because it's all about technique and practice and testing and testing too. So, yeah, yeah. Lovely. But, you know, give them a try for a quick copy boost. Um, yeah. See. Yep. So that's it. Good luck. Good luck trying them out. And um, we'll catch up with you next time. You have been listening to the Cracking Copy podcast with Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride. Don't miss out on future episodes by making sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts. And more details and resources are in our show notes. So we'll see you next time. Bye.